Welcome back, back to Young Money Mindset, hosted by Luke Caricchia and Robbie Holmcross. From, from the ground up, where we talk about mindset, real estate, the hustle, and everything to help you achieve your dreams. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. I am super stoked to be doing another pod. It's I know it's been a little while. Long overdue. Good to be back, though. Yeah, definitely good to be back. We got a lot of big stuff going on, a lot of changes coming up probably in the next couple weeks, couple months. Um, I guess what what are what are the big changes going on right now for you, Robbie? Um, Business-wise, I mean, things are going great right now. This is probably the best, you know, my business has been in a long, long time. Um, starting to find that flow again, you know, getting into my groove and things are, you know, it's clicking, things are easy. Um, yeah, I mean, life-wise, I mean, it, everything's good, you know, everything's kind of moving forward as planned, you know, making some big steps. Um, was able to, able to purchase, you know, somewhat of a dream car to most people. So it was, you know, making some cool steps, some cool smaller steps, you know, make you feel a little bit better about the work you've been putting in and what you're doing. But um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot going well. You know, I think there's a heck of a lot still to tackle ahead of us. And I'm just, just keeping my head down, trying to keep doing my thing. For sure, man. And uh, what? Uh, tell me a little bit about this this car. I know we haven't really spoke about it. I am not talking about yeah. it. Yeah. What is it? So, you know, so I actually, so I totaled my other car this past Friday, dude. Man, smashed in the back of someone. Dude was going through a yellow and slammed on his brakes. And by the time I could even react, dude, I was in his trunk. Jeez, um, dude. So that was a shock, dude. Kind of blacked out for a second. Got a nice concussion right now. Did you go to the hospital or anything? Or I didn't, dude. I think no. I was in a little bit of shock right after. You know, no. I was like in a good, happy-go-lucky mood. You know, I was like, what? I was like, you know, I was bummed about it, but I was like, I'm healthy, I'm safe. There's, you know, no blood. I feel good. You yeah. Know? Um, and then as the day went on, I had a headache initially, but I was like, you know, whatever. I just got an accident. As the day went on, the headache kind of got worse and stuff. So the next day, I went to the ER. That is CT scan. Said I was all good. But um, with it being my second concussion, um, you know, they said it's probably going to take a little bit longer to heal. Um, it's been interesting though, dude. It's been weird. I my my brain is really scattered. I can't focus on stuff. You know, there's weird little ticks and things that bother me that don't normally bother me. Um, even just like sitting in the office, dude. Like people walking behind me. The TV's on. It's like just weird stuff that would have never irritated me. It's like you're, you're hypersensitive to everything. So that's been really weird because, you know, my first concussion, I was in college, I was playing rugby. I got hit by a giant Samoan dude named Tomas. No, man. Laid, <laughs> me out, laid me out. I was out for like three weeks, but that was different because I was in college. I was staying in a dorm. I just, I stayed in bed for like three weeks. Yeah, just But dude, this yeah. is tough because like I've got a million people texting me, wanting to see houses, wanting to see what their house is worth. Like, trying to find out what's going on with current transaction. It's been really hard to kind of get my brain to focus in one direction. So it's been an interesting feeling the difference from that last one, not having responsibilities and now, you know, having a lot on my shoulders and having to try to keep up with it and just keep my brain in one direction. So it's been tough, uh, but just trying to take it easy. Um, and, you know, I'll get through it. Yeah, you'll, yeah you'll, you'll get through it. I mean, does it give you, because um, I can, I think I've only had, I don't even know if I really had a, like a, a real concussion. I know like, playing football and like sports and stuff, I'm sure maybe when I was like younger, like real, real young, but, um, does it give you like a, another perspective on the whole NFL stuff? Cause I know those guys, I mean, shit, they, they get concussions. It seems like every, every week. Yeah. Every game. So I don't even realize and all a concussion really is, is your brain hitting your skull, you know? Um, is there any swelling? Is that, 
Is that okay? Or is that why you did the CT scan? Yeah, so they, they wanted to do the CT scan at the ER and said I didn't have any internal bleeding or anything like that. Um, but I don't know. They said it would just take a while. And it's weird, you know, like the day after it happened, you know, I felt pretty good. I had some whiplash and stuff like that. But the concussion wasn't even really bad until Monday was all right. Tuesday was by far my worst day. Like I got out of bed and I was like, dude, I can't, I can't go anywhere. I slept probably literally probably 24 hours in two days. You know, I was just, just so tired, just couldn't, couldn't do anything. So, but yeah, it definitely gives you a new perspective on those guys. I mean, even with a helmet on, you're smacking your head every, every single play. You talk about the O-line, you know, D-line too. You, you're literally smacking your head in these guys every single play. I could like, I can't even imagine what that constant, you know, hitting, hitting, hitting actually yeah. does to your friend. Well, that's that whole, like what they were saying with Antonio Brown, the whole CE stuff, bro. Yeah. Just so many concussions. It just affects your your brain over time. Man, that's scary. I'm glad that you're you're all right, though, dude. I know it could have been a lot worse, and and you'll heal up from this. It'll yeah. just kind of be a thing of the past probably in the next, what, probably six months. You'll be, you'll be good, you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping, you know, less than a couple of weeks. But, like, I understand that stuff with the Antonio Brown stuff because it has – it's, like, affected my attitude in, like, ways that – like, I'll find myself, like, just getting angry at little – Just stuff. ripping off your shirt and just, yeah, just running out of the office, bro. It's like – yeah. No, but it's weird. Like, I'm getting irritated, and I find myself having, having an attitude and just being pissed off. And I'm like, that ain't me, you know. It's, yeah. It has a physical effect, and I'm like – an internal effect on like how I actually feel and think. Man, that's that's incredible, dude. I guess it just I mean everyone listening's just got to be grateful like geez, dude, cuz that's that's something that I guess you don't even think about, you know, and any any of us could have been driving and just, you know, crashed and just, you know, it just happens, you know, it's life throwing throwing stuff at you, but I know you're strong, bro. You'll get through it and and uh you know, that that back to that car. What uh what what's the car? I got to know. What what is it? Picked up a brand new Audi A5. Oh, okay. He's leveling up, dude. It was cool going in there too, like talking to the finance manager and shit like that. Cause I walked in, Ashley and I walked in. Yeah. And nobody wanted to look at us, you know? Oh, that's got to feel good. And you yeah. walked out, you're like, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and nobody even wanted to look at us funny. And eventually, this, this young guy, Matt, that was working in there, um, some clients that he was talking to were like, hey, to go talk to him, you know? So he came over and approached us. Um, and it was just cool. You know, I told him which ones I wanted to drive went and drove it. And I was like, cool, I'll take it. And it was funny talking to the finance manager and stuff and like that. And they're like, dude, like, it's cool to see someone your age come in here, pick out the car you want and buy the shit. He's like, I see people do it some to like quite a bit, you know, of your age, but it's the YouTubers, it's the TikTokers, it's the, the famous people like that. And he's like, I never see like a young actual hustler that's making real money, doing a real job, come in here pick out the car they want at this age and do it. Um, and it was interesting, too, talking to him. He was telling me, he's a he's a 26-year-old dude. Um, he does finance for Porsche and Audi, and he also has his real estate license with the XB. Oh, wow. We were shooting the shit a little bit. He was just talking about it. He's like, you know, do you ever get, like, hate and stuff for, like, for like what you've done and, and where you're at? Um, and I'm, I, I, th- I sat there and thought about it for a little bit. And he's like, he was telling me how he had to kind of remove himself from his hometown situation, because that's where a lot of the hate and, and judgment was coming from. Um, I guess he, he bought a, a Bentley Bentayga and drove it back into his hometown. And everybody was like, oh, he must be slinging pounds. You know, how many kilos did you sell last month and stuff like that? It's just jealousy, bro. All that's jealousy, I feel like. Like, I, that's incredible. I mean, I could see that, though, dude. I can see slowly because, like, Phoenix is my hometown. I was born and raised out here. So 
I guess, yeah, I guess there is truth definitely to that. Just because people remember probably, you know, in that example, they probably remember him as like a kid or middle school and high school, like running around, right? When you kind of all are like, you know, you all drive a piece of shit. You, yeah, it's like you kind of all are on that same wavelength. And then you see someone else like have a car, or have something that they want. And then it's like that jealousy creeps in. So that's crazy. thing to think about. And I was like, you know, what? I, I don't. I haven't felt any of it, but then again, I don't live in my hometown, you know? So like I removed myself from any situation to where something like that might've occurred. And I surround myself with people like yourself, people like, you know, the CEO of our company, you know, it's just, it's who you surround yourself with. So I don't, I wouldn't stick around someone that was hating or bashing or anything like that. And I don't, I've never felt any of it because I'm not around those people, I guess. But it was interesting to, to hear that from someone that's young and successful and and bought a couple Bentleys by the age of 26, you know, it's, it's cool shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's interesting to see and, and him express the judgment that he got from, from people just hating on him for the level of success that he had succeeded, you know, that he had done. Do you think that's kind of like the culture we're in though right now is like, I feel like it, and I could be completely off on this. I just, I think like if you were to ask someone maybe in their, like their late forties or like fifties, maybe even late fifties, like I, I feel like back then it was kind of a different time, you know, where people were a little bit more like before the social media, before all, like it was all in your face all the time. Like I wonder if back then it was still the same or if it's just like been magnified now with like, you know, all these, all these people that are like that jealous, weird type are just, it's getting thrown in their face by every social media influencer, every YouTuber, TikToker. And then all of a sudden now someone from their hometown, like rolls into town in a Bentley. They're like, you know, I can talk to your ass, you know, I can't talk to these other guys. So that's like, maybe that's why they're getting more hate versus like, you know, our parents age range and age range and older, like maybe that was just kind of like before, you know, just a different time, I guess, you know? And it's crazy how much easier it is for people to pass on judgment rather than to shake your hand and be like, dude, good shit. That's impressive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, what can I learn from you rather than what you see, you know, 95% of the time, 95% of the time it's, that must be. Yeah. That's the attitude you get out of people. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I think, um, I think that's just part of the, the territory where it, where it comes like when it, when, it, when you like thinking about becoming successful or, you know, if you are successful, whatever the, the case is, dude, I think that's just part of it. Like that's at least to me that like is just something I've come to realize like, yeah, that's probably going to happen at one point. Right. And, um, you know, as we even do as these podcasts, you know, grow and, and go and we're actually getting ready to, um, to kind of re revamp this whole podcast. So you guys are going to see some changes, you know, we're going to have, uh, we're building out a studio. We're going to get some better audio equipment. Yeah, um, see what we're recording on right now versus what we're switching to. <laughs> yeah, I know for real. It's a pretty cool switch up. Yeah. yeah. And we get the videos going, we'll have to show them the original setup. I know we will. The, the, the Tempe library, <laughs> walk them, vlog them over there. <laughs> yeah, for real. Oh man. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think it's, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of exciting stuff going on and, you know, back to that, you know, that original thing with, with that finance manager, it's just, I, I think I would love to like, even invite him onto the pod, right. And talk to him and just kind of, kind of understand like, Hey man, like what could our audience learn? What could we learn personally? You know, what are some of the, the, the stuff that you went through? Um, and just kind of, uh, you know, kind of give that on to everyone that listens to our pod, like you know, we're going to have people, you know, finance managers, we're going to have, you know, uh, real estate people. Um, you know, I, I know the guys over that started that green mango place. 
uh, the pest control, you know, those guys are pretty young. We could have them on attorneys, just a lot of different guests, you know, anybody that's kind of doing, I think that's kind of our goal in the, in the direction of, of this next phase or next season, I guess we can call it, um, is kind of just going to be, you know, I feel like Luke and I, you know, we've, we've, we've put a lot of what goes through our heads out there already. And we kind of want to start interviewing some other people and see what else they have to bring to the table value wise, just mindset wise. Cause it's interesting to hear it from different perspectives. Um, I think we've got a pretty good book of, of successful people that are, that are wanting to get on, kind of talk to you guys and see what they can bring to the table. So I'm super excited for what that's going to bring. And we'll definitely have some, some quality guests for you down. Yeah. And quality guests. And like one thing too, um, is I'm going to kind of, I want to really focus in on like, you know, their successes obviously, but their failures, I think is something that we should lean into with everyone and just kind of make it really relatable to the audience of like, Hey, you know, these guys weren't always this way. Right. Same with us. Like it's, it's a lot of the stuff behind the scenes that you don't see that I, I'm excited to share even too on my end. So, um, I guess switching gears a little bit, I mean, what do you think, um, what, what do you think is going on? I mean, we can kind of go either in the market direction or we can kind of go more on like mindset, but like, what do you see either on the market or where do you see people's mindsets at right now? I mean, it took to kind of bundle it all in one. I mean, you know how slow the market was like November, December, and I know you're in a little bit of a different game than I am in the wholesale game, but you still feel kind of the same, the same ticks and that we feel in the market. So I mean, the last three months, though, dude, I've, I've sold more houses than I've ever sold being in it for the last two years. So it's it's been crazy hot. I think everybody's kind of sick of the waiting game, you know? So that's kind of the mindset that I've seen a lot of people get into is like, you know, we're, we're at a balanced market, you know? It's just you were, you were waiting to sell, you know, we're, we're working our way back into a seller's market. You don't know how much longer it's going to last. So I'm seeing a lot of people that were sitting on the sidelines get off the sidelines. Uh, we also saw mortgage rates drop two days ago. So that was cool. You know, I saw a lot of people get excited about that. Saw a little uptick in activity, people calling me kind of like, Hey, um, maybe, maybe if these rates keep dropping on me, I'll start looking again. So it'd be interested to see what that next meeting looks like if they raise them again. But I mean, overall, I think, I think it's a, I think it's balanced. I think, I don't think it's a heavy, heavy seller's market. I don't think it's a heavy, heavy buyer's market. I think everybody's getting fair deals across the board. Um, and I've had, you know, many, many win, 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 situations and transactions as of late. And I think, you know, everybody's been happy with the end result. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm feeling the same thing. I've definitely noticed an uptick, especially since really even June of last year, like June, July, August, like even that kind of time frame kind of slowed down. I think at least for us it did. And then kind of going into the new year was a little, little hit or miss. And then I think now, yeah, your average retail buyers looking at the headlines, I think you know, part of, I think part of it too, is maybe people's minds are easing on that whole 2008 style crash is kind of, kind of further going out the window of like, of a, of a real possibility. So I think people are a lot more willing to be like, you know, they're not listening to their uncle tell them, Oh, it's going to be 08 all over again. Right. That's kind of like being disproved as we speak. So like, they're a lot more likely to be like, maybe I should be out there looking, they see rates dropping. So I think that's definitely playing a, a big part of it. Um, but that's cool to hear though, man, that you've done, done more business in the last three months, you know, which is funny to think back. Like if you were to like put yourself back in, like when rates were 3% and I would have asked you like, Hey, do you think you'll sell more houses when rates are six and 7% or 3%? You would have been like, Oh, probably 3%, you know, but it's just crazy how, how that works, you know, and, and over time. And it's nice to have an inventory right now too. That 
that's probably yeah and that's yeah and that no that's a great point that you bring up because yeah and i know inventory but it's going back down right it's it's going down heavily and i know katrina's got um some clients right now that she's working with and i mean they're looking like gilbert like it's kind of like the whole year ago market where it's like you know gilbert under 400 is like (laughs) yeah like you know you slim pickings out there so Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of other stuff going on. I know with the banks, you know, the whole Silicon Valley, you know, banks collapsed, um, that, that banks, you know, that bank collapsed and then, uh, it was the signature bank. Um, they collapsed and then, uh, credit Suisse actually was one that I was really following closely. Cause I was, I was wondering if that, if that bank went under, I think we would have saw a lot more pain, but from my understanding, and I, I'm not all the way caught up to speed on it, but from my understanding, they merged with another bank, and then the 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 um, the Swiss government basically came in and, and backed them. Um, so that was interesting. And then all while that's going on, on Wednesday, we're recording this Friday the 24th, but on Wednesday of this week, the Fed raised rates, you know, 25 basis points. So mortgage rates went down which more which rates yeah exactly which which rates went down which is interesting now from my understanding you know credit cards and all the other debt you know rates would have gone up um but yeah i i think it's an interesting time and i i know we i at least i always say it's an interesting time but it really is to me because it's like this stuff fascinates me with the whole market um you know six months ago it, it was a lot more uncertain of where the market was going and I feel like today, a lot of that uncertainty is leaving the market. You know, we're seeing more more certainty on, hey, what's going to be the next six, 12 months? Um, but yeah, man, we're, we're, I'm super excited. I know the team's super excited. Um, I'm trying to plan some fun things to do on a, on a different note. I'm, uh, I'm going to probably go, I'm trying to fly out to Seattle maybe today um, and cruise out there, dude. So no, 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 no. So I'm, uh, I've been heavy, dude, in the Supercross recently. I've been watching every race, bro. So I've been like diehard fan this year. So thinking about cruising out there and uh, and taking a look at, you know, or watching the races out there. So I might be, might be cruising out soon. That's why you work. I know. Well, that's yeah. That's that's why we study the market and we work so hard, is so we can do things like that. Um, anything else that you want to unpack? I know we kind of touched on the market, our goals. Um, you know, bringing on more guests. I'm super excited about that. You guys are probably sick of listening to my voice. And, and I'm sick of listening. Uh, me too. Me too. So um, next episode is going to be really awesome. We're going to bring on, um, I know we we talked, we won't announce the guests just yet because it's, it's not set in concrete, but just know, tune in for next episode. We're going to have some really awesome guests and uh, also do an audio and video as well. Yeah, super excited for that. So this is kind of going to wrap up what we're going to call, you know, season one, baby. Season two, which we're super excited for. I think just from a value standpoint, you know, to pick other people's brains. I know I'm super excited for that. My own business, my own spirituality, my own mental. Um, and I think it's got to be super cool for anybody out there that's just looking for for a, a, a little direction, a little intention, a little push, you know, maybe you're fresh out of college, fresh out of high school, maybe you're fresh out of a, out of a job that you've been in for three years. You know, there's, there's uncertainty. And I think just what we're trying to bring to the table is a little bit more certainty and a little bit more direction into your lives. 
a little bit more direction in our life. So that's what I'm most excited for. For sure. Me too. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys or, or, or um, talking on the next episode. So I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for listening to the Young Money Mindset. Catch you on the next.